0: Wilson Batista é um dos meus compositores preferidos. Ele tem um samba com um verso que diz Meu mundo é hoje, não existe amanhã para mim. Eu sou assim. Quem quiser gostar de mim, eu sou assim. This is a story of two boys,
1: both born into poverty. One has a chance to improve the hand that fate has dealt him; the other, his destiny is yet to unfold.
0: One city, one day, two lives. Patrick, Raia,
2: vamos bora acordar para ir para a escola. Anda já tá na hora. Vamos dois. Anda Raia. Martha is trying to drag
1: two reluctant boys out of bed. Her youngest, Hai, is definitely not a morning person.
2: Nine-year-old
1: Petriki is a bit more active. The boys are starting another school day
2: manteiga,
1: The family live in one of Rio de Janeiro's many favelas which snake the way up the mountains which encircle the city.
2: My name is Marta Cristina, Bora.
3: am the mother Café. Cristina, sou mãe do my name is Marta Cristina. I have three children. Alexandre, who's eighteen. He doesn't live here anymore. He lives in a room nearby with his dad. And I've two who live with me. Patriki and Hay.
2: I live in
3: Camarista Meir, in a, I suppose what you'd call a slum, but I can't complain. I've lived here for a long time. I would like to live elsewhere, but I I just don't have the means. You need money to move out of here. We don't have it, so this is where we stay. My house is tiny. It's a kitchenette, as they say. A room, a kitchen and a bathroom. We sort ourselves pretty well. It's a little tight, yeah, with the two children. Well, it was three children. But we've managed okay. We're trying to make it bigger, but haven't managed to do it yet. But we will.
1: The house where Patriki, Hi, and Martha live, Looks like it's still under construction. There are wires sticking out, just raw concrete. And as you can hear, it's running beside a river, which actually looks like raw sewage running within about 10 feet of their house. There's rubbish strewn all over the place. And all of the houses look like they're still being
4: constructed. Patricky and Haie are off to school.
5: Bunny, bunny.
1: We're at the Central Bus Station in Rio.
6: Central is really, really, really famous for street kids and all behind it as well. It's quite rough. Easy place to rob people as well. But uh, a lot of kids would stay here.
1: Andrea Granger from Cork City knows the streets well. She came to Rio five years ago, and ended up working with homeless children. Today, she's helping me with translation.
7: So he went there to have a coffee, and he said he
6: wants to have a quick coffee and go back. Knowing that at home we offer him, but he This morning,
1: we're out with workers from one of the city's homeless shelters. We're down at Central Station. It's as you can tell it's really noisy. All of the main buses come through here. It's about half eight in the morning and there are quite a lot of people sleeping out rough on the streets. But Fernanda did start talking to a young boy. She reckons he's about twelve or thirteen. Do you know him? Has he
7: been on the streets Hi, for some yeah. time? No, primeira vez que eu vejo essa criança aqui. She doesn't know him,
6: it's pressing she's seen him.
7: Okay, he's
1: just agreed to come. He's packing up all of his stuff in a rucksack and he's coming on the bus with us. What's your name?
8: Jonathan. Jonathan, my name is Andrea Anna
6: Maria. Good
1: His name is Jonathan. He's 12.
6: are from? From Bajada.
1: He's from Bajada Fluminense, one of the poorest areas in Rio. Angelica.
8: Angelica? I'm from Bajada.
6: And is he, he's is like, he nervous. You're taking your time to like, come on, can I go? He was this agitated, he has got no attention span.
1: The shelter workers coax him into staying with promises of food, a shower, and a quiet place to sleep.
7: I, your eyes. I, you. <laughs> I decided I, <laughs> I wanted to come, come to
6: Brazil because a friend of mine had been living in Bahia she'd built a couple of schools there and I'd always kind of loved the football and stuff like that and I went looking on the Kolov website and with Kolov you can choose what country and it kind of indicates you and then I found a charity that worked with teenagers as well as, as kids and with, directly with street kids Oh, I loved it. The first day I got here, I just its such a... Well, I loved it. I went out a few... This couple, one volunteer and her boyfriend brought me out and all her... like Santa is absolutely beautiful. And she brought me out and we went out that night, but then I went back to the volunteer's house and I was, I was staying there by myself that night. And at the time, five years ago, the gun battles were incredible and I was petrified. I think I was just... Where we lived was kind of very, very unsafe. So there was just, it was really, really bad territorial fights at the time. But I kind of came here to work with kids and it just ended up that I got on really well with the boys and the teenage girls. So, yeah, no, I'd never worked with street kids before. Worked with underprivileged kids in, in Mahin and Cork, but that's it. First of all, you're foreign and you want to talk to them and you want to give them attention and, and that's a surprising for them. So, no, everybody, I've never, ever, ever been badly treated by a street kid. I never had any trouble on the street. Honestly, I mean, it, it's them that kind of think that you, they're scaring you, you know. Do you remember the first boy that you met? Yes, I do. What was his name? Jonathan? And the same boy, oh, he's just so adorable. He's so sweet. She was asking me, he was telling me. At the time when he met me, he's telling me that my eyes are the color of the of the sea, which is by Prasikinzi, But the thing is that the sea by Prasikinzi is absolutely polluted and disgusting, no, so I didn't no, take no, it as a compliment. No, no. What's his name it was Jonathan, and he just the most beautiful smile. Assim, so I'd go down and I'd
0: meet him. I see
1: 8 a.m. and Patrick and his schoolmates are at
9: their desks. <laughs> First lesson. maths.
5: no
9: not coloque quadro valor de lugar in cima. In cima do number, Patrick. It's not Patrick's e strongest subject
1: as his teacher, Cecilia,
9: tells me.
6: He is good at mathematics. He's good at logic, but he can't interpret problems. That's the issue. Give him a sum and he can do it, but give him a problem to solve and he can't work it out he is a child with learning difficulties mainly he doesn't concentrate when he first came into my class his behaviour was very bad very disruptive but he has improved a lot this year
1: have you met with Patricchi's mother and is she
9: supportive of the work that he's doing in school she is
6: really attentive very committed to her son any time the school needs to talk to her about Patrick, she comes. She is aware that Patrick has a learning difficulty and she
9: supports the teachers in everything they're doing.
5: After they finish
1: with their maths, they put their books away. The children have ten minutes in order to write a song. It's
5: very a The children in Patrík's
1: school are all from the local favela. Many of their families are in a government anti-poverty programme. They receive money for each of the children, a lot like children's allowance. But unlike in Ireland, it comes with strings attached.
9: Maria Eduarda Gonçalves, Maria Eduarda Pereira, Melissa,
1: Patrick... Children must attend school, and parents must attend regular school meetings.
9: Tatiane, Vito and Vitória. Eu sou Sandra Maria Schirmer de Almeida diretora.
1: Sandra has been the principal of the school for 17 years I want to find out what she thinks of Brazil's attempts to tackle poverty By paying parents to keep their kids in
9: school Sou diretora aqui nessa escola há 17 anos Esse cartão dá maior incentivo à criança a estudar Por quê? When the
4: benefit scheme first started, there was an insistence on attendance, but the children weren't always learning much. But more recently, there are incentives to study, not just to come to school every day. For the parents, there are regular meetings several times a year on Saturdays, and they need to attend 90% of them. And the kids who get over seventy percent in their tests and their exams get a prize of money for the family, so that has
9: made a big improvement. What's the percentage
1: of families or children who have ongoing difficulties around attendance?
9: Dos que estão no bolsa família. In terms of the Bolsa Familia,
4: the benefit scheme, I'd say the number is quite low, maybe
9: 10%.
4: But the total in the school would be about
9: 30%. Some parents are just not interested full stop. But overall, the number not
4: attending is around
9: 30%.
4: Either the children aren't interested in school or the parents aren't interested in sending them. What are they doing all day? This is a problem. Either they stay on the street or some of them go to a sort of play centre up the road and stay there. That's better because they're off the street, but they aren't learning anything. Some of them have turned homeless. I have a few street kids here, one 12 years old
9: and his 6-year-old brother. They
4: stay out on the street, they take the bus, go to other neighbourhoods, sometimes
9: rob. This particular family
4: is extremely problematic, with drugs and alcohol involved, all kinds of drugs. And I know about them because the mother, the uncles and aunts were all here. They all came through this school. And frankly, it's better for the children to be on the street than at
9: home.
1: Back in the classroom, it's time to hear the songs the children have been writing. First the girls.
5: Then the boys...
1: tem by the way, that's Petrician met percussion.
5: Nossa escola é a maneira vamos <laughs> todos respeitar. Ha ha ha, vamos todos respeitar. Vamos respeitar as criancinhas porque elas têm que aprender. He he he. E as professoras são bacanas, Ah, vou cantar mais. Não quero dividir. Oh! Deixa de contar isso.
3: The
1: reason for the giddiness in class is today is the last day of term before the holidays, but Patriki knows he's going to be kept back for another week because he's failed some subjects.
5: It's because I didn't study for the Portuguese test.
1: How do you feel about having to spend another week in school? Bad. If you were
5: on holidays from tomorrow, what would he be doing? I'd fly a kite, I'd watch TV, I'd play. My favourite day would be to spend the whole day with my family, but that's just a dream. That's just a dream.
1: After picking up Jonathan at Central Station, we made some more stops and the van is now carrying a few of the regular street kids. The first thing they do when they get in is eat. Sitting in front of me is Leonardo, he's the Joker. He also knows Jonathan, who's just woken up. Oh,
8: Jonathan! Jonathan! We've arrived at I'm telling you, a room where they i It's a massive house. am telling you, I'm telling you,
1: i i they
8: like they they're
6: all going to. Well, some of them are going to take showers.
8: in front of my house, you are from?
1: the boys have had a shower and a change of clothes. They're sitting out in the yard. We go to find Jonathan, who no one seems to know much about. He's talking with Anselmo, one of the shelter workers.
5: Same the casa.
1: He says he's been to prison four times. To Padre Severino. That's a juvenile detention facility in the city. (coughs) Andrea asks him how he ended up there. For robbing, he says. Robbing what? Tourists? No, a car.
8: No, no. We're
1: not sure whether to believe him or not. He says he escaped from Padre Severino. Andrea asks him why he's on the streets. Because I'm bold, he says, and
9: cheeky.
6: How many brothers do you have? Ten quantos?
1: Dez.
6: Dez irmãos?
5: Ten comigo.
1: Dez?
6: intend with
5: this? Não, nada, então vem 10 irmão comigo. Já
8: minha casa
5: aí. Vamos embora hoje?
8: Vai embora hoje. Vai me é meu foto, vai. Vamos
5: buscar o John.
8: Não
6: vou buscar o John, só foi mandar falar mesmo. This with Leonardo, who is
5: ironically the neighbor. Nós ficamos na noite, já dá uma. Vamos
6: home later. <laughs> when was the last time he was home?
8: Quanto tempo vez você foi para lá? Oi. Quanto tempo vez você foi lá? A última vez é preparado parar Angela, <speaking> Leonardo joins
1: us. He tells us he used to play with Jonathan's brother. We'd come to the city, sort out some money, but we didn't buy drugs then, he says. They bought Bermuda shorts, toys, and kites. The first time, was when he was six.
8: Leonardo has
1: been living permanently on the street since he was 12 and doing crack since he was 14. He says he's going to give up.
8: He's saying
6: my mum at the time used to come after me, you know, to try and find me, but since I'm 14, I'm kind of started using drugs and going downhill, then, you know, she doesn't know me anymore and whatever. So it's 14 since he's like on the street.
8: Caraca.
6: What drugs was you
8: using, Tá usando crack? Você acha que pode parar sozinho? Eu acho. Ok, isso é um crack. É crack que eu fico é, uma semana, duas semanas em casa. Se eu quiser ficar um ano, so no, eu fico. Sorrisem,
6: ninguém se quer estar Mas ele nem tem cara pra quem tá
8: usando crack não, hein? Como não, Tia? Eu tô magrinho. <laughs> magrinho é outro assunto. É isso aí. Essa tirou o crack que usa, minha rainha, do crack Mas quantas pedras você usa por dia? Ah, Tia, são. Ai, acabar uma vai outra, para. Acaba uma, vai outra. Mas tem dinheiro para isso como? rapidinho ah, que não roubam. I don't know. He's I like, I, get, he's do like, do like I have one
6: rock a crack, then I'll have another, then I'll have another. And he was saying that uh, he just begs for money, he gets it quickly, though, down by the rodoviária. And I said, you're up. And he's like, no, Jesus, imagine all the police beating me
8: up. There's no way I'm petrified. Did the police ever beat him up? Os policiais já te beat... Você já apanhou do policiais? Eu nunca. As vezes já apanho policiais. It's like, no boy, yes, like, I mean,
6: I've gotten a few slaps of them, but just when I've been cheeky to them, but not an absolute beating.
1: So they're just doing warm-up at the moment. There are two traffic cones at either side of the pitch, if you like. Again, it looks like a tennis court. And there's two teams, and they have to take the traffic home and run from one side to the other past the team
6: you get that out around the tree so it's just to have awareness of the the movement because it's all about kind of uh, mirroring
7: Oh, Jonathan, so I don't know Henrique, frequents three years.
1: Fernanda has been working with the Amar project for three years. She doesn't have a lot of information on Jonathan. Today is the first time she's seen him. But many of the other boys have been coming for a long time.
10: Leonardo has been with us since the start of this project. He really loves it here. All the kids do. It's a reference point for them. Whatever type of problem they have. Have, they run here. We try to help whatever way we can. We encourage them to return home when it is feasible. If not, we try and get them into shelters, or we bring them to the children's court if necessary. But the biggest problem is the drugs. How many have you managed to, I suppose, improve their
7: situation?
10: Very few. You know, you really have to love this work because there's a lot of suffering. Sometimes it is gratifying. You see some children that you've managed to get off the street and they're doing well. That compensates a little for the others. But then, three weeks ago we lost a 9-year-old, Lucas. We've been working with him for a long time, trying to get him off the streets and back to school.
7: Nós fizemos um trabalho com ele de levamos para nossa casa de acolhida, que é uma casa que a gente
10: What happened? Ele foi atropelado. Que assim, He got knocked down. He was with the group, playing with the kite. You know, things were going really well with him. But he just refused to stay in the shelter. He kept running back to the street. Anyway, he got knocked down on the Friday. We don't open till the Monday. So the other kids waited all weekend to come here and tell us. They've got no one else to tell. So I had to go to the morgue and identify him, and then get the death certificate, and tell his mother. That was hard. What would have happened if, if he had
1: no contact with the shelter? What would the police have done at that stage?
10: He would have been buried in an unknown grave. They leave you for 15 days in the morgue and then into a communal grave. His mother couldn't claim him because she couldn't afford to pay the funeral costs. A nine year old gets buried as a
7: pauper.
6: We're passing the sugarloaf, all of that is Urca. This is the Morro do Urca where you get the cable car up to you get the cable car to that hill and then you get it up to the Sugarloaf Mountain.
1: Andrea wants to show me the city that she says has changed in the five years since she got here. Crack cocaine, which many of the street kids now use, has fueled drug wars, police crackdown and violence.
6: It's just a few miles. starts up a beach. I think who's doing all the robbing is the 18, 19, 20-year-old boys who were employed selling drugs in the communities where they'd make, say, 100 hait a day for sitting behind a table, dealing out little packets of of marijuana or crack, and now they've pacified the communities, so you literally have hundreds of teenage boys or boys in their young 20s who have grown up with this gun culture, have grown up with this drugs culture, and now have nothing to do, because even though they've put in the pacifying police forces, they haven't put in the social workers, they haven't put in the social projects, they haven't put in the vo- vocational training. Even though there are courses that exist, these kids still don't have access to them because they've never left their slum. Myself and my husband were driving out of Santa Teresa, neighbourhood, on a motorbike, and we saw a northeasterner being robbed, and we were coming down a hill where we couldn't turn around, it was too steep, and the guy was being robbed at gunpoint, and then the guy that was robbing him turned the gun on us, so we drove off, even though he asked us to stop. We obviously went very fast against the traffic. And then we bumped into a police car who we called for help for the victim. The police car then came up and helped the victim. We flagged down another police car, we chased the guy with the gun, as well as another guy who then pointed the gun at us again. In his bag was the bag he had was the guy who we had just robbed, and there was a gun inside there, and there was the 90 he ate which the Northeasterner had been working for and that was the money that he had on him. So basically he would have received a bullet in the head for ninety-eight. How much is that? It's about thirty euros, about forty euros. arcos. I'm going to show you lapa because you need to see it. The lapa is the arches and there's a lot of street kids under there. If the police are not there today, you'll see the street. You'll see them around here as so. well. There's just panic, everybody's really scared They're reading about it, it's non-stop on the news It's non-stop in the papers All that we see is about the Prefatura have ar- Arrested 50 children today in Crackolandia And it's just leaving people oh, cr- really scared yeah, what's Crackolandia? Crackolandia would be Aré normally Which is the main neighbourhood, which we call Crackolandia uh, But it is literally no man's land You go there and there is Two and three-year-olds using crack There is kids walking around By themselves just people dying in front of you, thrown in the in the rubbish, the dead bodies, kind of thing. It is absolutely com- the whole community using drugs, lying down in the baking sun on the baking concrete, sleeping, or then going off and robbing or exploiting themselves for money. <laughs> This is the arch of Lapa, the bungee go oh, Did you hear about the French lad that fell off last week? No. Did I not write you about that? A French guy was hanging off the bungee, taking a photo of himself. He fell as soon as he was warm on the ground and they rocked him. So this is Lapa. No, vamos, French.
1: Back in Petriki, school, children are finishing up for the day and for some, for the school holidays. Patriki's younger brother, Hai, is playing musical chairs in the yard. He's a cute kid, very outgoing. Patriki is more shy. He tends to sit towards the back of the class. His teacher has told us he has a learning difficulty and you can see he lacks confidence as a result. So I'm a little surprised when he wants to borrow my microphone to interview his classmates.
5: He asks
1: them what subjects they are studying
5: in class.
1: He seems far more confident than I've seen him all
5: day. mês que teve? Brazil's
1: anti-poverty program, the Bolsa Família, provides the structure in which the poorest of children can get a basic education. 13 million poor families get the income supplement. The program is credited with almost halving malnutrition in less than a decade. The money that Patriki's mother Martha receives allows her to keep her two young sons in school. But in Rio, there are still stubborn problems.
11: Bolsa Família tries to cope two problems that Brazil faces for, for a long time. The poverty and also the inequality. We have been known as one of the most unequal countries uh, for years, for decades.
1: Antonio Clare Campuchfilho is the man responsible for the implementation of the programme in
11: Rio. So we, are, we have in, in Rio uh, a decrease in our poverty rates, but we are not being so good in reducing our inequality. It seems to be the same as it was in 1992. And Why? Well, we have a very good uh, economic performance, but this economic performance has not been well distributed to the whole population. Um, maybe because uh, the kind of, of uh, jobs that were created demands a kind of qualification that our people doesn't have at that moment.
1: Rio is not doing very well in terms of keeping children in school. Why is that? Uh,
11: we have, a, uh, during decades, a uh, huge problem in in the state of Rio and mainly in the city of Rio de Janeiro with some areas that was dominated by the parallel power. We have uh, the organized crime here linked mainly to drug dealers, so a a, a lot of, uh, a a huge amount of the the territory of the city was uh, dominated by these groups. This is uh, one of the explanations of this dropout, that youth people in these areas have difficulties to, to access and little incentives to keep themselves at school.
1: This is what Andrea was telling me. I'm beginning to get a real sense of the scale of the malign influence the drug cartels have had on this city. They stopped the state from having any role in the slums and so hindered social and educational development Their product, particularly crack cocaine, is cutting short the life of street kids and other children in the favelas find it hard to get away from a life of crime. (laughs) On the way home, I ask Patriki what he thinks about his younger brother, Hai. (laughs) Annoying, he says. What about his older brother, Alexandre, who he calls Junior? He no longer lives with the family.
5: Junior is good. He gives me kites and line. There's nothing bad about him. He teaches me to speak English the way the teacher does. I miss him now. He doesn't live with us. My mum is really nice to me. She buys us biscuits, but sometimes she says bad words without meaning to, because of my dad.
1: But tricky doesn't see his dad anymore. I ask him what would make his mom happy.
5: That I learn, that I do better in school, that I grow to be intelligent and get a job. She doesn't want me to have the life my dad has.
0: Nunca tomei parte, nesse enorme batalhão. Pois sei que é lindo flores, nada mais vai no caixão.
1: It's time for lunch at the shelter. The boys are intent on their food. On the television, there's one of the daily reports on drug abuse in the city. After lunch, we all go out to the yard to sit in the sun.
8: Mm-hmm.
1: Anne Marie.
5: Anna Maria. Anna Maria. Jonathan. He is the father of the key. It's so nice. Hello, Jonathan.
0: After
1: lunch, all the boys sit out in the sun and they're just lying out, look like they're tanning themselves, having a little bit of a siesta. Jonathan is lying beside me. He's got the uh, headphones of the recorder put into his ear.
5: Night no, no, <laughs> end. And he saying he doesn't understand.
12: Tudo indica que Jonathan é usuário de crack, né? E provavelmente passou a noite toda usando.
1: Nina was one of the workers <laughs> at the
6: shelter.
12: não tinha forças para estar acordado. Então, o dia todo dormindo. Everything shows that
6: Jonathan is a, a user of crack and that he probably used most of last night and that's why he was in no conditions
12: kind of make better use of the project. But it's quite normal. Eu costumo ver pelos olhos, né? E esse comportamento mesmo de não querer nada a não ser dormir. He's like I can usually tell by looking at the eyes, but it's more the fact that he actually can't deal with doing
6: anything except sleeping. That's usually an indication that they've been using crack.
1: And do you think that he would be using it on a daily basis because one of the other boys said sometimes I use it, sometimes I don't.
12: Olha, é difícil te responder sobre o Jonathan devido a seu o primeiro dia, né? Mas o Leonardo eu posso dizer que sim, que realmente provavelmente Ele não usa todos os dias, mas também não consegue ficar muito dia sem usar o crack. Então, acho que o Leo também já é dependente do crack.
6: Uma que é difícil para mim dizer sobre o Jonathan, porque eu não o conheço, é o primeiro dia aqui, então eu não posso fazer nenhum julgamento. Ele disse, mas Leo, que era o outro garoto, eu posso dizer que ele tem dias em que ele não precisa. Ele usa um dia em um dia, um dia em um dia, ou mas também, se ele não usa por um bom dia em um conjunto, ele fica muito agitado, então eu posso dizer que ele é dependente do crack.
8: Última vez...
1: Leonardo joins us. He's 17 now.
8: I ask him when
1: was the last time he was in school?
8: por aí, na quarta série.
1: Right, so maybe uh, 10 or 11 years of age? Did you like anything in
6: school?
1: He says he liked Portuguese as a subject, but as he puts it, when I started talking with the madness of the street, I left school. But he says he wants to go back. no?
8: OK, so he's saying he's going to
6: register in school in the 1st of August.
8: OK, why? OK, Porque eu vou para Porque você vai é, voltar para Ah porque eu acho que isso já é, já é coisa de um momento já já, passou, eu já tô, quase tô velha tempo. já não tô gostando mais, então eu quero viver a vida.
6: He's like, "I'm not liking anything, and when I think the time has come, you know, I'm getting old. I and mean, when you're eating, if, if you're not going at home by the time you're you trouble more. Or less. So he's like, "I'm not liking more. I'm going to go and live my life.":,
1: like, What does he want
6: to
8: do? Eu quero ser motorista de ônibus. I want to be a bus driver. Que só eu gostei. Não, motorista de ônibus. Estamos todos abusados entrando. Não. Pessoas entrando. Nós bota para descer. Aqui. Nós bota para descer. Sing stream, I'm a, <laughs> okay, okay. a, the is, be be a
6: bus driver in a go, god in this city where, where traffic is mental and people are just really abusive when
1: they get on the
8: bus and they said I'll put them out of the bus. Nem todos, por exemplo. Tem que ter um chão lá bom e um lado ruim.
1: Another reason Leonardo says he wants to get his life together is because of a new policy by the local government. Officials accompanied by social workers and the police have been rounding up homeless children and taking them into care to be treated for drug addiction. I'm reminded of the dog catcher in Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. But this isn't fiction. The kids all have their tales to tell of aggressive tactics and physical violence.
11: Rodrigo
1: Betlem is the Secretary for Social Services in Rio. Since the raids started in May, more than a thousand people have been put into confined treatment, many of them children. He tells me that family reintegration is the objective though concedes that most children end up on the streets precisely because of family breakdown.
11: Yeah, aí é buscada a reinserção social e familiar dessas crianças que perderam o vínculo com as famílias.
1: Because we've spoken to some street children who've said that the approach is quite aggressive. Yeah, that, That's been the word from children themselves describing it and from social groups.
11: Nós nós temos uma uma determinação... In conjunto com o e he com says a there's a an agreement with the
1: Justice Department in that in
11: children in should be actively removed from the streets. The street, okay.
1: So the intention is to protect the children that yes, are on the street. Yes. But some people would say that that approach, which is forceful, is actually unconstitutional, and that it breaks several laws, both at federal and at state level. Do you believe that what you're doing is legal? Completamente. One thing I've noticed about Patricki's family: they sing together a lot. The kids know the words to loads of songs. It seems to me that that might have something to do with the fact that their mother is around. Before the government scheme was introduced to boost her income, Martha hardly ever saw her children. As she prepares dinner, I ask Martha what difference the anti-poverty programme makes to her life. How would you manage if you didn't have the money that you currently get
3: from the government? It helps because the money never fails to arrive. So long as the children go to school and to the health clinic, you know there will be money there. For many families, it can mean they don't have to send their children out to work. The money isn't a lot, but for me, it means I can get to the end of the month. Before, even though I was working full time, I didn't always have the money for cooking gas. Now, well, I can pay my bills and even have a little spare to give the kids a treat. Some biscuits or
2: fruit.
1: Is it important to you that you have time with the children during the day, that you're not working full-time?
3: Before the Bolsa Familia, I worked all the time. I was cleaning houses full-time. I would only see the boys at the weekend and late in the evening, and I was just so tired. I was on minimum wage, so I had to work a lot. But I started to get really sick, lots of headaches, and I couldn't stay. Now I work part-time, and the Bolsa Familia tops up my wages.
2: What would you wish for the children? What
3: I want for the kids is that they have a different life to me. I don't want them to be living in a slum. I want them to live somewhere really nice. I say to them to study so that they can have a better life everyone needs work to survive,
9: and if they study, they will have a better
3: job. I don't want my children to be like the people collecting drink cans in the street. I've nothing against them understand it's a respectable job I've done it myself to buy bread for my children, but I want more for them
1: Time to play one last game of cards before Patrikhi and Hai go to bed. Oh, no. oh. What do you want to be when you grow up? Why do you want to be a lawyer?
5: Because my because my uncle, who died, was a lawyer. He was being robbed. He reacted to the robbery and was shot twice in the head. So I want to be a lawyer in honour of him. I want to I want to be a lawyer.
8: to be a lawyer. I want to
1: Martha and her children may never move out of the favela. Patrikhi will probably never make it to law school. But government help is making their lives easier. The children are getting a basic education and they don't have to go to work in order to put food on the table and maybe just maybe patriki will have that better life his mother dreams of for him
2: mamãe filha tem que dormir com a meia de seda senão como é que vai para a escola aí ninguém quer acordar de manhã bora raia boa noite dorme com deus
8: beijo mãe
2: o beijo na mamãe para dormir oh isso dai com Jesus muito bom
1: it's 4 o'clock and it's time for the boys to leave. They've had a short snack, they've changed back into their own clothes, they've gathered the few belongings that they have. Leonardo was gathering up his things.
6: What are you do
1: now? Well, Rodoviário.
6: Okay, you're going to go to the bus station now. are going to do
8: Okay, going to organize some money. And with this
12: money? I don't
8: know if I'm going to use drugs.
6: Right I'm not really in the mood
12: today. The one I fear the most for is Leonardo.
1: I want to find out from Nano, one of the shelter workers, what he thinks the prospects are for the boys.
13: Leonardo says he's going to give up drugs, go back to school, get a job But as long as he stays on the streets, that's never going to happen. He needs to get on a drugs program. We've tried to do that for him, but he needs to stay in a residential shelter for a while before he's eligible. But he just won't stay. You saw him today. He said he can take drugs whenever he likes and it doesn't bother him. But I've noticed recently that he's one day on, one day off. He can't stay clean for more than two days. He can't go home because his mother is an alcoholic.
12: He's about to turn
13: 18. And when that happens, we can't take care of him here.
12: He's an adult. Unless he manages to use all his strength to find his way, I don't know.
13: If he doesn't do something soon, Leonardo will never get off the
12: streets.
1: What were the biggest issues in terms of like substance abuse at the time when you were working at
6: glue that they use for making shoes and paint thinner. And a small bit of weed if they had the money for it. But basically just that. But I mean they'd use paint thinner and they'd use glue and they'd be just the smell of it's disgusting but they'd be kind of, I'd just say away with it, hi and then you'd bring them home but they'd be respectful enough some of them would be agitated but they'd still, if they want to come home with you, they want to come home with you and you'd bring them back to the shelter and then they have dinner and they're fine and that's the thing, I think that it was so easy to just calm them down, once they had dinner and had the shower and they got their new clothes they just calmed down and settled in if they wanted to stay in the project and if they didn't it didn't matter, they could just go out again but that was it at the time. When I think about it, the easy days. <laughs> the drugs they were using were easy to stop, as far as I could see. Like I don't, I don't remember any of them being addicted. I know, you know what I mean. And then Rio was really nice at the time. But the kids are—it was a tote, They had a different way. They were really kind of charming and cheeky, and stuff like that. But then, I think in the last couple of years. Everybody started using crack and now I can't. It's always, even if I wasn't working with the boys at the time, I could still go to the street and talk to boys or bring kind of food down to the to wherever on the street or I could turn up and go look for some of the old boys and bring them to lunch and it was all fine. Then about three years ago, things just started getting really agitated and the boys that I knew were starting to use crack and everybody started using crack and then... I kind of couldn't talk anymore to kids on the street. I, I, back in the day, I saw I stop and talk to anyone on the street. But now you can't do that anymore. For one all the shelters, say in Lapa, where a lot of the street kids are, have closed down. There's, nowhere that, there's no point in me talking to them without having some, something to offer. And they don't see you. They generally don't. They're just desperate, and they see through you, and they just... that's so how bad the kind of addiction's gotten, so...
1: Would you feel afraid or concerned for your own safety on the streets now? Because you said that you never felt fearful. You always felt protected in some way on the street before.
6: Yeah, because, I see, I I told you that once I was robbed on the bus, which was my own fault. I sat at the back by myself. It was just stupid. But I was robbed. But the guys that robbed me, for one, they only got a couple of quid off me, but they gave me money to get back in the bus. But now there's just nothing, and the thing... (sighs) It, they either have guns or they have knives,
1: you know? And it's just pure desperation in their friends. Jonathan is scrounging as much food as he can before he goes back out to the streets. That calm that we saw on him after lunch earlier in the afternoon when we all sat out and the sun is gone. He's agitated, uncommunicative.
6: Oh, Jonathan. Jonathan.
1: We ask him if he's had a good day at the shelter.
6: You were tired. Did you like the day? How was it? I liked it. Why did you like it? I don't
8: know.
6: I didn't think it was the day I thought it would be. Was it better?
1: Normally, What would you do on the day normal? I was playing. I went to sleep. Time to play, time to sleep. That's all it took to make today a good day. The workers at the shelter hope Jonathan will come back tomorrow. They don't expect anything. They've already lost so many boys to the streets of Rio.
0: Não levarei arrependimentos Nem o preso da hipocrisia Tenho pena daqueles Que se agacham até o chão Enganando a si mesmo Por dinheiro ou posição Nunca tomei parte Nesse enorme batalhão Pois sei que além de flores Nada mais vai no caixão Eu sou assim Quem quiser gostar de mim Eu sou assim Eu sou assim Quem quiser gostar de mim Eu sou assim Eu sou assim Quem quiser gostar de mim
5: Eu sou assim